0: What's going on everybody? We're back with another podcast. On this week's episode, we got NBA Trade Deadline Madness, the buyout market, winners and losers, and much, much more. Stay tuned. Wow. What a week in the NBA. What a week for trades. What a week for players. Unbelievable. It's been crazy. Incredible. What a league. I don't even know where to start. <laughs>
1: How is nba not the best league like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry. Uh, how is it not the best league in the world
0: it's definitely better than than hockey when it comes to trades especially on the deadline man there's so much stuff that happened like for nhl none of this none of this happens you'll, none never, this. you'll
1: never see that in the nhl find any other league like where the deadline is as crazy as that
0: never 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 so i think we should start with the obvious and one of the first major moves of of this trade deadline would probably be uh Chris Tapp's Porzingis moved to the Dallas Mavericks Big trade. Yeah. Want to go over that trade?
1: Yeah. So um, I'll start off with what the Knicks got. So they acquired Dennis Smith jr. Promising, uh, promising young guard. DeAndre Jordan. We all know who Jordan Jordan is. Wesley Matthews and two future first round picks. Uh, in terms of who the Mavericks acquired the other way, they got Chris Tapps, Tim Hardaway jr., Corney Lee and Trey Burke
2: that was a big uh, pickup for the the Knicks because uh, they freed up a lot of cap space they have space for two max contracts mm-hmm.
0: now let we have to just hope that the Knicks did this they got rid of Porzingis to try to persuade two big guys coming their way now this could either be really bad or really good for the Knicks That's it, yeah. they're they're banking or hoping on two big names like a Durant or Irving or like a Clay Thompson in ad coming their way but yeah. if not man they could they could get screwed. this deal could screw up their franchise big time mm-hmm. and if you look at the maverick side man Doncic and porzingis is what a duo to come oh my god it's gonna be it's gonna
2: be good their uh their top three next year could be zion and two max contracts together it could be kd clay thompson kemba walker you name it any ufa is gonna want to go there <laughs> well you, you really think any ufa is gonna want to go to the knicks
0: like what else do they have to to offer big free agents? What? Because it's the New York; it's a big market. Yeah, but they're not a they're not a team ready to win. No, but they have the money. They could offer up to thirty
2: five million dollars per person. But the, I feel- the door is open.
1: The door is open right now for these big <clears throat> names to come in. I mean, that's what they're doing. But it's like you said, like this could, I, I feel it's exactly that. It's it's the two extremes. This could be like fantastic for them, or this could be like imagine like none of the big names go to New York. In some way, I don't know where they would go. I that's There's a bunch of speculation, but imagine none of them go to New York. Like, what, what, like, what do you do with, as New York? What do you do? We're
0: like, you, you keep DSJ and you keep uh, DeAndre Jordan and that's it. That's you build around them. <laughs> they also acquired two first-round picks.
2: Yes, which will go far.
0: Because I feel like now, in today's NBA, a lot of players want to go to where they can ring, win a ring quick. You saw that with Durant. You saw that you're seeing that with Cousins. Now is is a Durant at his age gonna want to go to New York and try to build a super team up and maybe take a couple of years? Or I think so. Yeah.
1: Well, because he said now he he did he did that famous move going to the to the Warriors, and we saw everyone called him, you know, that's where he got his the nickname of being a snake because he went to it already, in a championship team. Um, so he went there to win a ring, and he did, he won he won two rings. And he was the MVP twice. So now and now he made his intentions clear that he wasn't really giving away anything, but he said this coming free agency, he's not going to be, he's not take he's not sacrificing his money anymore. He said he's gonna get paid regardless. That's that's what he said. So regardless of where he's going, we know Durant is getting paid, he's getting the max, which he deserves. Clear Thompson
2: famous. also said that also, that he's not gonna take a discount this summer. He's gonna be up for the max as well. So it
0: could look like maybe Durant and Clay could move to New York. But I just, whoever they get, they could get two big names. And I, I hope it works out for them because the, the Knicks are a big basketball team. It's a big basketball it's a big market. Team. Yeah, it's a big city for basketball. And they deserve it because right now they're in their shits. Yeah. They yeah. deserve it. Well, I mean,
1: I wouldn't say they're in the shits there. I mean, they acquired Dennis Smith, DeAndre Jordan. Okay, well, Wesley Matthews, we should say that they were. Uh, Wesley Matthews was. Uh, waved right after, and then he um, recently, actually yesterday, I believe, just signed with the uh, the Indiana Pacers. It's a good move for them, yeah, especially Oladipo yeah. going down. Wesley Matthews is a good three and D guy. Honestly, I really like that pickup. I think many teams were on the market out trying to get him uh, to sign. Um, but in terms of the Knicks right now, they have Dennis Smith, they have DeAndre. It's not a championship winning team. Let's not kid ourselves. But they opened the door for for two max contracts. And who knows if that's if that's gonna come from the Warriors? Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see. So, who do you guys
0: who won the trade? I think right now it's Dallas guaranteed. Do you have Porzingis? What's and
2: you
0: because you you know Porzingis is a promising star. He's the unicorn, but but <laughs> the thing is, this is hard because do you. The, the Knicks could win this trade if they acquire two big names in the summer. If they don't, they, they didn't. But if they get a Durant or an Irving or yeah. they somehow persuade Anthony Davis to come, then they won this trade because it, it, the trade made sense. But if they don't, then they they, they lost They lost one of the franchise players for nothing.
2: I find the, the Mavericks one because they got KP, they got Porzingis and they still have Don Doncic. So they're gonna be like the Steve Nash and Dirk a few years ago, a while back. Yeah, I, a while back, they, back they did very it. well. They High did price. very well together. Mm-hmm. So and also they, they the Knicks acquired the Dennis Smith Jr. when in two thousand and the last the two thousand and seventeen draft they drafted Nick, Nick uh, Frank uh, Nick Lina. Frank Nicolina, yeah. They drafted him eighth overall when G, uh, Dennis Smith Jr. was ninth. So it's so a big, it's a big give up yeah. for someone you could have drafted one overall higher. Mm-hmm. So for me, I give a plus to the Mavericks on this trade.
0: Yeah, I think so.
2: I guess in a way, like in terms of what
1: you're saying, Mark. Like, I think the Knicks what they were just trying to they were just trying to get some sort of return because okay, they were giving up Porzingis, but you know he was he had that big injury. So in my eyes, I see like they were just trying to get something in return. Dennis Smith, I find, is a good return. DeAndre Jordan is a good return. He's a very established center. And plus Matthews, okay, him, he's not in the picture anymore, plus the two first-round picks. Uh, I'm still going to edge towards saying the Mavericks won the trade. I'll say they did because, like, when Porzingis comes back, if he picks up where he left off, that, that, that's, that's going to be trouble. Mavericks are going to become a very, uh, very interesting team. Uh, yeah, they're going to be competitive. But if Porzingis comes back and this injury changes him, and you think he doesn't play the same way anymore, I think that tips the scales a little bit. Yeah. What do you guys think? If Porzingis comes back and then isn't the same player, let's say he's he's injured, he doesn't play as he used to, and he never gets back to that, do the Mavericks
2: still win that trade? Mark Cuban also said that they're not going to play Porzingis this year at all if he's not 100. percent Which oh, I feel is him. a great. Yeah. It's great because he could work hard in the summer with Doncic, and they could create chemistry without the pressure being there.
1: And they're also not making the playoffs, so why rush it back? Yeah. So they're preparing for the future.
0: And I feel like bringing in Porzingis, let them... They were able to get rid of Barnes. Because...
1: Yeah.
0: So, like you said, if Porzingis doesn't work out, they lost Barnes also. So that's that's a a big load for Doncic to carry for years to come. Mm
1: -hmm. And then... You look at Tim Hardaway Jr. who's was also a good scorer, Cory Lee trade Burke, lesser than that trade, but uh, Porzingis, is the he's, the he's the big one in that trade, so it, it all really depends on him, but if he does come back to the player that he used that he was before his injury, it's a, it's a
2: big win, and it's an A plus for the Mavericks. We're giving it all three of us to the Mavericks. and also they didn't buy out uh, Don J. Jordan, so he's going to be at the end of the year he's going to stay at the end of the year, he's going to be a UFA. There so was rumors that he, that he was going to be bought out, so he could go to any team he wants. And personally, I find he's going to go to the Lakers because just because of LeBron's there also. Lakers. So I think we're going to be talking about. Wait, a who's lot this? Of players DeAndre Jordan.
0: The thing is, uh, if if the, the Knicks are a big market and if they acquire
2: those two big names, why would he leave? I mean, Carmelo Anthony just got traded to the Bulls for cash. But I don't think that guy's going to play. To and be honest, he they just they immediately released him. And now he can decide to wherever he wants to go.
0: The thing is, there, Lakers. There's, Lakers. there has to be a reason why, why no team is taking a chance on him. I'm, like, there has to be something. Because it, it's still Carmelo Anthony. It's still a big household name. Like, how, how isn't he getting a shot on, on any team? Not the same anymore.
1: I think the league has moved on from, I guess, his style of play. Not a style of play because he's a pure scorer. but
0: I think it's his attitude.
1: There's a lot of rumors saying his his attitude yeah, his attitude in the locker room affecting chemistry, selfish. Very selfish. Like obviously, okay, we we don't know. Like we can say hey he's selfish, but we don't really know. But you have a lot of players standing up for him as well. You have a lot of players saying that's a Hall of Famer. Uh
0: so why is he, he on team? a team?
1: I guess GMs just don't want to take a chance on him. Players see it one way, but players are obviously, you know, their friends. They see yeah. each other outside. GMs
2: see it another. So I guess we'll have to wait and see for Carmelo. Carmelo is also thirty-four years old. Yeah, he's old. He's not young. Like he's, he's past his prime, and l- I feel like he's not shooting efficiently anymore. And he just wants to start for the money and just to say he's a starter. You should go to China. I see him with the Lakers.
0: You see, I you, you see, Melo and Le- you think and Melo and LeBron, LeBron could get could not butt heads? They're good.
1: They're good friends.
0: Yeah, I know you're good friends, but on the court is a different story.
1: I think the. I, I think the the Lakers could use some shooting right now. I'm not saying put him in like him into a starting role. Like he's not, he's not a starter anymore. But and I think he just needs to get his head right. And if he can get solid, you know, 15 to 20 minutes on a team,
2: come off the bench and be that that spark. I see with the Lakers. The do. Lakers also just got uh, Reggie Bullock and Mike Muscala. Yeah, which he's a three shooter also. 2 shooters. Yeah, no, that's yeah.
0: In this uh, in this trade deadline, I feel like there was a lot of winners in in regards to teams. But you mentioned LeBron, and I feel like the Lakers like missed out big on on this deadline.
1: They did. They were one of the big losers only because there was all that drama with Anthony, Anthony Davis, Davis, and then he ended up not moving. But it wasn't for a lack of trying for the, the Lakers. But I
0: feel like they, they, um, they tried to go all-in on Davis, and, and I feel like they missed out on on other trades that were happening. Like they, I feel like they could have put more of their attention on other, well, smaller players relative to like Anthony Davis. But I feel like once they missed out on Anthony Davis, like time was up for them to, to make a move somewhere else. And now LeBron, he has to do what he could with those young guys. What
2: do you
1: think, Mr. Laker fan? I know you love to support the Lakers, Mark. What do you
2: think? I I feel like they're only like Anthony Davis type of player away before they could actually complete with Golden State. They have Brandon Ingram. He could defend. They have Lonzo. He could defend. They have Josh Hart who could play a shooting guard. He could shoot. But they have to play as a team and they need another superstar with experience. Definitely.
0: Anthony Davis has that. But, but that's why I feel like they missed out because this was, this was a deadline to go get someone big. Like, the 76ers got Tobias Harris. The Toronto Raptors got Marcus Um, The Bucks got Miritich. Like, there was guys out there that, that they could have acquired to help them make a playoff push. And I feel like they just missed out on that. And I, I really feel like they, they won't go as far. I know LeBron's always in the finals. I really don't think it's, it's his time this year.
1: See, there, I think I'm going to have to disagree with you there only because a player, a type of Anthony Davis, like his caliber... I think, like you have to go all in for him because if there's a chance that you can get him, like for me, like personally, like if I put myself in the gym shoes, if I know that there's a chance we we'll get Anthony Davis, I really don't care about anyone else. I'm gonna make sure I do all that I can to go ahead because if I land Anthony Davis, yo, I think they're that, That's that's a trip to the finals or at least the Western Conference Finals, and take it from there. But I, I think that that's. You have to go all-in because there's a, there's a chance that you can get Anthony Davis. And again, we talked about this, pair him up with LeBron James. I think you are, you have no choice but to go all-in. So for me, it doesn't surprise me that they kind of just went all-in and they really just only focused on him. And then it didn't work out. But like I said, it wasn't for the wasn't for the lack of trying. They, they, see, we saw what they offered. We it, it That's, seems a, that that's another certain, thing. At a certain point, the Pelicans weren't willing to move with it. They said, you know what, we're going to wait it out. And in the summer, we'll see what we can get for him.
0: That's another thing. If The uh, the Lakers offered a lot for Anthony Davis. And you think what, what they offered, which was Lonzo Ball, uh, Brandon Ingram, Kuzma. Uh, Kuzma, was it Zubak? Zubak. A couple firsts, firsts. Like, you yeah. think, if they get rid of all those players and bring in Anthony Davis, they're a, ch- they're a contender because you have LeBron and Davis? I, I, think I think you need other pieces around also.
1: You'd have to, you'd have to I guess, but not just the buyout market so we see which players they can pick up. But... The fact that you're just building around LeBron and uh, Anthony Davis, I think that uh, <laughs> that that's I'm good to build around that. I'll find a way. Look, my yeah, two yeah. centerpieces are there. You're, the rest of them don't have to be uh, superstars. I mean, we're not building okay, Golden State. It's obviously an that's exception. Not, not, not everyone can build a team like Golden State. So, but you know what? The Sixers are trying. The Sixers are getting close to building a team like the like uh, Golden State, but. Uh, We'll touch upon that a little bit yeah,
0: later. This, uh, this deadline, man, the East, I think, powered up big time.
1: Big time, big
0: time. The top three teams uh, made some big pushes, and uh, it's good. i like to see some uh, competitiveness in uh, in the league right now. And Let's, the 76ers started off with getting Tobias Harris, and, man, what a starting five they have now.
1: Let's go over that, trade, Why not? So the 76ers, like you just said, received Tobias Harris who was an all-star snub, great player this year for the Clippers, well, ex-Clippers, Boban Marjanovic and Mike Scott. That's the 76ers who they received. Clippers on their end received Landry Shamit, a good young player, Wilson Chandler, Mike Motzgalov, who's now mentioned with the Lakers, a 2020 first-round pick, a 2021 first-round pick, a 2021 second-round pick, and a second-round pick in 2023. Um, so, what do you guys think about this trade? Uh, this is obviously a big one,
2: kind of unexpected. What do you think, Mark? Uh, I feel like the Lakers are one of the they low key won the trade deadline because they acquired a lot of players and they they freed up fifty nine million dollars. Uh, the Clippers, sorry, <laughs> and they traded they freed up fifty nine million dollars yeah. in cap space for next season. That's enough to sign Kawhi. And a B plus player.
0: That's another thing. With with going back to the Knicks, there's not there's other teams that have a lot of cap space to to lure big players. Mm-hmm. So again, going back to the Knicks trade, like it's not guaranteed that they get someone big because again, you have the Clippers now with a lot of cap space and
1: those are man, the two teams, that...
0: L A. LA, like who wouldn't want to go play in L A. That's that's another thing. We
1: know who's uh, one of the big like one of the biggest names who might go to the Clippers, and that's uh, Mister Kawhi Leonard. Um, so yeah, the Clippers are kind of doing the exact same thing as the Knicks in terms of clearing out some cap space. The vice we should mention that he was having a fantastic season with the Clippers, mm-hmm. and they let him go. And and the the Clippers were actually they were still battling for a playoff spot. So it's not like they were down and out. And you know, with the group that they still have, is it possible that they can still make playoffs? Maybe so. But again, they're looking long term. They're, to... look, they're looking to really land that big free agent, Kawhi Leonard, maybe a Kevin Durant. We don't know. But right now, it's like the Knicks and the Clippers, those are the ones that are really just clearing out to really land the big free agents this summer. This summer, we're going to have some big signings. That's
2: uh, that's for sure. The Clippers are also uh, they're in eighth place right now. So they're battling for a playoff spot. They could finish ninth. They could finish eighth. They could finish fifth. Which is they could great. also finish 15th. You never know. It's a good spot so, to be in. I mean, if you
1: could still contend for playoffs and then... But you're I feel gonna it, go, you're gonna go land a big free agent. That that's just gonna take you to the next step. And
0: but I feel like if you did this to free up cap space and try to sign a, a, a decent player, tank and get a high draft pick, yes, might as well. If you're gonna if you're gonna get rid of your best player, in Tobias Harris, but go go all the way and tank.
1: But it's hard. It's hard, especially like now. They're in yeah. eighth place. It's hard to just start like. You know, you tell your players just start losing. They still have some good players, man. mind you. You know, Lou Williams. They still know Avery Bradley got traded.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Marchand Gotat got bought out. Got bought out. You got Montrez Montrezl Harrell. He's he's a good player. Um, Re- doing very good in the st- fantasy. Doing very good in fantasy. Yes, sleeper. I mean, they got they just Landry Shamit, who was actually doing. He was a sneaky good player for the for the Sixers, and uh, Clippers obviously loaded up on. Uh, a bunch of a bunch of picks in this uh, in this, in this trade. That's another thing. You're saying how they should tank, but do you see how many picks they got in the trade as well? They got a bunch of picks. So for them, maybe getting this this high pick this season probably isn't that important for them.
0: And they have Gilgis Alexander.
1: Shay Gilgis Alexander, the Canadian.
0: Yeah. So yeah. if they do land a big uh, a big name, they could be a very good team. And now one of the big names I'm scared that they might get is a Kawhi Leonard because. We are very big Raptors fans. And uh, the Raptors went out and got um, Marcus Gasol.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But before, that, before um, that, the Bucks countered the 76ers move by getting Miritich.
1: That's a very, yeah. very nice move by the Bucks. Yeah, That's scary. They're already a scary team. Adding the three-point shooting of Miritich. Miritich has been fantastic for the Pelicans. Fantastic.
0: But even when he was with the, the Bulls. He was uh, he was a good player. Good
1: player, honestly, he's that sharpshooter. So uh, yeah, the, the East really uh, a lot of moves happened there. So the Bucks getting um, the Bucks getting um, Miretic. And he did. was rumored, wasn't he? Not rumored to go to other teams. Wasn't there other teams in the hunt for Miretic? Yeah, that's
0: right. I'm very surprised that he ended up going to the Bucks because in uh, all the rumors that that were out there and. I didn't hear of meritage to the Bucks, but you know what he—he's uh, gonna help out that team, and that's why after that I felt like Toronto had to—they had to counter with something. Two of the two of the top teams in the East made two big moves, and there you have it—you had Toronto Raptors going after Marc Gasol.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Man, it's—he's gonna be really good in Toronto. We, we gave up some some good young pieces, but you know what? It's a win now move, and uh, I think out of all the players left, that was the best one to get.
2: I feel like it was a big – you gave up a lot for DeLon Wright. I mean, he's a young player, so eventually they gave up. You guys gave him up for Marcus Hall. I feel like he only has a year left on his contract or so. Yeah, but it's a win now move. It's a win now, and maybe you guys can resign him if you guys have the cap. But he's 34. He's 34. He's 34 years old, but still putting up some solid numbers. And he's making $22 million next year, so it's not that bad. It's affordable for the Raptors. so. So I think you're leaning towards saying that the Grizzlies won this trade. I like the Raptors, but I feel like it's a win now move. That's the only thing. So they got to win right away. But one this trade, especially that's... with Kawhi, it's a win now in a year maybe the Grizzlies. CJ Miles was just like just a yeah, tool yeah. like that, yeah. but it all depends how they pan out.
0: The thing is the, the Raptors at the end of the season could be without Marcus All and Kawhi Leonard moving forward. Yes. So, and that's a big loss for that team. That's why they they're also looking in the buyout market because they're down a couple roster spots.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. The buyout market coming up, it's, it's going to be huge to see because the Raptors are down are they're, they're below the requirement. And we should acknowledge that, um, the requirement is 14 players and that's excluding two-way players. Two-way players are players who can be sent down and called back up from their, the G league team, their, their farm team, if you want. Um, so those players who can be called up and sent back down, those do not count to the, um, uh, to the official roster size, so Raptors are below the requirement right now. They're gonna to have to hit the buyout market. Um, but yeah, in terms of this trade, in my opinion, as much I love I love Valanchunas, He's been with us for seven years. Um, a lot of people want to say that he had so much potential coming into the league, but he never took it. It was always for him. Like he's good and he improved, but he never really took that extra step to becoming even better. Um I guess from a good to a great player he never took that extra step but you know what 7 years with him uh like he, he grew on me I I really liked him as a center but I have to admit Marcus is an upgrade at that position regardless of whether he's 34 the guy is still an elite center he's a very sound center he doesn't he doesn't you know pop off the screen he doesn't do these athletic plays he's not going to he's not going to be the shiny player on the court but he gets it done. Very sound player. The fundamentals. And you know what? Like it's like you said, Mark. It's a win now move, and I'm all for it, especially if we do end up losing Kawhi the summer. He's also a three-time All-Star, so that does help.
0: Three-time. No, he's a, he's a very good player, and he definitely helps out Toronto, especially come playoffs. Come
1: playoffs, veteran. It's a lot of experience. You know, uh, it's the type of players you want in the playoffs.
2: He also won Defensive Player of the Year, so he is great defensively. Great defensively with Kawhi. So you guys are great. And Siakam is also good on defense. Yeah, what a player! So you guys have a great starting five right now. And that's another thing. We didn't really have to dive into our assets in terms of Anobi,
1: Pascal Siakam, Fred Van Vliet. The fact that we get we got to keep those three, the one right, we, you know what? He, I put him in there. He was part of our bench mob of last year, one of the best benches in the NBA. But we weren't gonna we weren't gonna get get Marcus for nothing, but the fact that we kept still our young pieces, our promising pieces, I think it's a win-win because even if, worst, worst case, if Kawhi ends up leaving, Gasol ends up leaving as well, at least we still have our young core to yeah. work on. But th- that'll be something for Masao Jiri, the GM of the Raptors, to worry about in the summer.
2: I mean, at least you guys didn't draft the guy first overall and then trade him away for nothing. Whoa,
1: Markel Fultz, let's talk about that. I let's think, talk about it.
2: I think this guy
0: is the biggest bust in the NBA to date. I this guy, he can't can't shoot anymore. He has like Tourette's syndrome in his arms when he takes free throws. Like it's it's crazy. It's crazy.
2: I feel like the Come Six on. I feel like the Sixers won this trade by a lot. They got Jonathan Simmons. Great player. He's great because of Popovich just blew him up. Into a great player, he was nothing. You know, you know, he came into the league going to one of those camps
1: that the team opened played tryouts, and he ended up making the Spurs. He paid,
2: paid one
0: hundred and fifty dollars to try to
1: try out, and he ended up making not just anything the Spurs. So,
0: he's a good player. But oh, quick question: If you had to pick, who would you rather have on your team, Marco Fultz or Anthony Bennett?
2: Marco Fultz,
0: but he 100%. hasn't done anything.
2: Marco Fultz has a potential. I think the,
0: the, I don't know. I, the, the
2: 76ers, Sixers—they screwed him up mentally. They, I think I think his head's not there right now. It's
1: we haven't been able to see him. And so we won't. He, he wasn't even in March Madness. His team didn't go to March Madness when, the, the year before he got drafted. Um, and then he came into the league, and it just we just like it never materialized. We never got to see him. We. We like I don't know. We just we, we haven't been able to see anything. What 14, 14 games played? Fourteen games played. Like come on, years, that's such so. a small sample so in two years. Like uh, I don't know. I want to say I want to say that this guy deserves a chance because he is a first round pick. You don't just want to you just you don't just want to declare him a bust right away. But I think the the Sixers
2: moving on from him like the way they did. I feel like it's the best for them because they also got I two think so. picks. They also got two picks. So which is great because they gave away picks. The fact that they got
1: two picks for a guy that played 14 games, it's just the fact that he was drafted first overall, that kind of – that's his value, right? That is his only value is the fact that he got yes. drafted first round.
0: The the 76ers, yeah, they drafted him first overall, but, guys, they missed out on Alonzo Ball, Jason Tatum, Jason Josh Jackson, the Iron Fox, the Laurie Marketing, Dennis Smith Jr., like
1: yeah,
0: Donovan Mitchell, like, okay, Marco Fultz, like, he – I guess haven't the, seen him. The, the, the haven't seen scouts him. said he was promising, but like
1: I think it's something yeah. I think it's 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 in his head right now. It's I don't know if it's because the the way the Sixers treated him. I don't know if it's something him personally,
2: his shooting form, but something in his head is not right. And I think he needs a fresh start in order to I personally think that the 76ers are a problem because in the last five years, all <laughs> their top picks have been injured in their first season. Ben Simmons, Netherlands Noel. Joel Embiid now Fultz. Yeah, but look at Embiid and Simmons. Look how they
0: turned out.
1: Yes, so, after three so, years. So no. how, look how Fultz can maybe. Turn no, out. no. You don't think so? No. You don't think he turned out?
0: No, I. I feel I, like
1: it's too much of a small sample size to. He, he looked like okay, what we did see of him, it didn't look good. He looked awkward. Him shooting it just it just really looked awkward. So, uh, you know what. They moved on, and let's say it's because they got Tobias Harris that they decided to move on. Yeah, They got Tobias Harris, so they said, you know what? We have Simmons running the point guard. We can move on from Mark Halfoltz. We're moving on from a first-round pick. It's a tough decision. Yeah,
0: as a GM, it's tough to swallow.
1: But right now, they do have a big four in, in the Sixers, so I think that that made it a little bit easier to move on.
0: And, okay, you know what? Okay, maybe he's not the biggest bust. And Philly didn't work for him, but you know what? He's a young kid, and I really wish the best for him. And I, and I hope Orlando is gonna be uh, is gonna be the team that uh, that that helps him with his career because he has
2: potential, like you said. I just feel like they're they're cursed all their first picks, and they they need to improve on their how they run their team in the off season. I, I think they push their players too hard. They're doing something wrong. So, well, no- so you think
1: it's something within the organization? It's not
2: normal that in the last te- – since 2012, they've had eight players injured before they've even played an NBA game. It's not normal. MB scrapped his back three, four times. He's tall. I understand, but it's <laughs> – Yes, the, the league is – Is uh, it low management in the summer? I mean, he hasn't played in – he was injured before they drafted him, and they knew that. But is it because they pushed him too hard or – do they not have great doctors? I mean, they're worth almost. They're There's worth. a lot of conspiracies
1: there, but um, yeah, I guess we're we're gonna see now because we need a bigger, you know, we need a bigger sample size to see what Mark Markel Fultz is gonna do. The other way, Sixers receiving Jonathan Simmons. A, he's a good player. He's a role player, obviously. That that team is stacked right now, so uh, it'll be honestly. I think we'll all be watching Markel Fultz to see how he's gonna do in Orlando. He's a first round pick. Yeah, and uh, let's see if he could show that talent. Anyways guys well uh, we're gonna take a break it's not over don't worry about it we're gonna we'll be right back with more Deadline Day Madness Part 2. <music>